Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone, once again you're listening to Saturday Draft Live Welcome, hello, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet here, bringing you Saturday Draft Live on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, wherever your podcasts We're on it, check out our socials, our website, our YouTube page, all the usual, you get all our stuff going on there Anything to do with us, just, just check us out, we're, we're fucking great, you know what I mean? I am <laughs> Jack Graham, host of the day, joined by the one and only David Talkney. Dave, how are we doing? Yes, I'm absolutely grand, Jack, and it is a very sunny day here in Glasgow. And, you know, what a time to be alive, eh? I know, I'm already absolutely sweating my arse out. Sitting, <laughs> sitting recording this in the, in the bedroom, and I'm absolutely stewing already, so I'm very much looking forward to getting out to the to beer gardens today and having a, having a wee drink. It'll be, it'll, be a, it'll be a good time, but we do have important business to get on with first, and that is breaking down everything that's happened in the fantasy draft this week. And of course, the top three is very AEW heavy after the the events of Double or Nothing and then Rampage and then Dynamite. So we'll get into it. And uh, in third, I will call it Sour Grapes that this person's in third for Chris Anthony Lopez as CM Punk did win the World Heavyweight Championship at Double or Nothing, did fight on Wednesday, but last night in Rampage, Dave mm. announced he's injured, having to get surgery, will be sidelined. He's not forfeiting the t- title, though, be an interim champion, but how long is CM Punk out for? 17 points this week, as as, as we said, but it must be an absolute certainty that he'll be transferred out next week. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate because, you know, Chris had a successful week, you know, with CM Punk winning the title. Uh, and then picking up a win on Dynamite only for then t- for this to happen. I mean, it's just, it's literally worst case scenario for CM Punk at this stage, you know. But luckily, you know, with the transfer window coming up, he has got a bit of leeway. It's just a bit of, just a bit unfortunate, really, you know, that someone who's had such a successful week might immediately be transferred out. But, you know, that's the unpredictability of the draft. And, you know, things can change on a whim. Uh, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate, but... Ha ha ha! I say <laughs> as 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 a, as a competitor of mine, we go to uh, second place. I know he didn't want to talk about him much last week. That he's always in the top three. Uh, my captain Tony Schiavone, eighteen points. Uh, I can confirm he won't be transferred out next season, uh, next week. I'm sure you're all wanting to know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he will still be a, a very very focal point in the team, but he's a. Uh, 92 points. Unfortunately, they couldn't break the 100-point window before the transfer... Uh, 100-point mark before the transfer window, but here we are. He's 32 points ahead of Cody Rhodes. What a pick. What a pick. What a hell of a pick indeed. I mean, I know we get, we're pretty sick of talking about Tony, you know, week in and week out, but, you know, if he's going to be the top three scorer every single week this season and he sits at the top of the board comfortably in the top 10 overall... It really just goes to show, you know, how valuable a pick he's become, especially, you know, with the number of appearances he makes on AEW TV week in and week out. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, 
the Ryan Delicious change captain. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa, number one this week. Yes. Winning the women's championship and appearing on Dynamite and such. 21 points. Yep. A, a, a great captaincy switch for Ryan, you'd think. Definitely. You know, the work experience boys, uh, you know, he's starting to get the swing of things here. He puts his captaincy on a a very safe bet, shall we say. You know, someone who's probably going to retain the women's title. And now he's uh, parading around as the uh, ESSR champion after winning our our monthly sweepstake. So, I mean, the work experience kids becoming Billy Big Bollocks here at the minute, you know, sitting at the top of the top three and he's parading around as champion. What a week, uh, eh? It's been I mean, some some week in terms of Randall, which probably the best week he's ever had in this podcast. Mm. He's, he's not been here for long, but as I said, you can't you can't argue can't argue with that at all. But we'll we'll move on to our overall overall table this week. Actually, see before we get on, Dave, do you know you got the most points this week? Did I? Thirty six points. Yeah. I tell you what, I always had uh, my baby Adam calls back along with Scorpio Sky, and I knew he was a wise investment from the get go. Especially now that, especially now that he's regularly defending the TNT Championship. One more than Stephen Wilson, but uh, one one more is all I need to be top of the top of this week's uh, scoring. So so well done, well done. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'll go on to our table. Uh, our listeners league winner from last season, Adam. Uh, how much wood can NXT champion Braun Breaker break? If NXT champion Braun Breaker could break wood on 93 points, he's, he's, he's drifting that way here, unfortunately. Maybe a good transfer window will help him climb off that bottom position next week. But we'll find out. Ross McLeod in 105 points. He's set in eighth position. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good McMahon, mighty good Mahan. Uh, Gary, your, your tag team partner of last season, King Naples Court, 116 points in seventh position. Uh, Dave at West End Gundry Club, you're in sixth for 121. So it's been a very good week for you to get you off that bottom position. You can't, yeah. you can't argue with that at all. Now my AEW team, AEW heavy team, is uh, come to roost here. I'm no longer at the bottom of the table, and I'm pretty much in contention with you know fourth and fifth place at the minute as well. I think that the, the interesting thing is you're maybe planning to. Uh, Try be the first person to do the transfer window next week because obviously it's at your bottom position. We'll do it first and go on. But that you've kind of catapulted up, so maybe maybe some reevaluation of things have had to go ahead. Who, who knows? Mm, I've got some ideas in mind, but um, I'll, I'll roll with it, see what happens. Uh, the fresh picks of Bel Air, Scott McLeod in fifth position with 124 points, uh, Ryan in the way for the People's Union in fourth position on 126, then a, in a 19 point gap to Chris Anthony in one point. Chris, I read his team name and his name combined there. <laughs> Chris Anthony Lopez. Chris Anthony, homeboy. <laughs> homeboy in the Heartbreakers and 145 points. The Bell Hill Nightmares in second position, 151 points. And then myself, Banner International Friendlies and 185 and a half points in first position. I think even if I have a shit weekend this weekend, I will still be top. And, like, even, and even though you're at the top of the table, I imagine you... We'll be making a transfer of sorts. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say right now, there's potential I'll make two. There's potential I'll make two mm. transfers. I won't, I won't, I won't speak any more on that. But yeah, well, I, th- I think we can all guess who one of them is, though. Oh, absolutely, a fucking dickwack guy. <laughs> King Cobra. Yeah, I'll, I'll transfer window her out next. He can show up here in, in AEW week after some pish like that, no doubt. You know, what I mean? so it would be just my luck. It's not a Char- lot. Charlie Girl is all elite. <laughs> But we, we, we move on to the, the Listeners League, Dave. Take, take it away, tell us what's happening. 
Well, there's been a bit of a shift in the dynamic for the listeners' league. We have somebody who's just entered the the top five for the first time. It's Bertie Wadless in fifth place. Heroes of last place, currently in fifth, on 189.5 points. Now, we haven't heard much about Bertie this season, but he's got quite an interesting team, to say the least. Um, Jade Cargill is his team captain, with the Usos as his tag team. He also has Bianca Belair, AJ Styles, CM Punk, and the aforementioned Dakota Kai. So, you know, he's sort of in the same position as you, Jack. You know, you've got a negative scoring pick, but it's um, the performance at AEW Double or Nothing last week as seems to have bumped him up the board a little bit here. Uh, fourth place, Lee McAteer living on a chair by Lana Austin, 199 points. Followed by, in third place, Robert fucking Shaw and the Draft Bastards on 200 and a half, 202 and a half, sorry. Next, with about a 25-and-a-half-point gap, it is Dan Axel Jameson, the old-age in-laws, on 228 points. He's been knocked out of uh, the top spot now and has now been overtaken by JP, previous Listener's League winner, on 238 points at the top of the league. Hello, is your daughter there? Requiem, requiem. Now... Where JP has scored the big points here is obviously, you know, his second pick, Tony Schiavone and Jade Cargill, both making appearances and a combination of wins as well. But his last round pick, CM Punk, obviously winning the AW world title. But you have to wonder where it's going to go from there now that, as we discussed, you know, there's going to be an interim champion whilst Punk is away uh, getting surgery. But his team captains are the Usos and they did have a successful title defense against Riddle and Nakamura on SmackDown. So that... That helps at the same time. But let's keep an eye on Stuart Irvin, though. Stuart Irvin, with Collective, Collective of Greatness, the sequel to, is just two points below Bertie, uh, sorry, two places below Bertie on 179.5, and he was the highest scorer this week with 57 points. Bertie and JP both got 54 this week. So definitely one to keep an eye on uh, with Stuart Irvin here. But, you know, following double or nothing, the listeners' league is starting to get competitive again, and I like to see where it goes following the transfer window. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Obviously, we'll be, we, uh, the transfer window is next week. We won't be, we won't be breaking down the listeners' league transfers, but we'll, we'll the week after, I think, will be highlighted the kind of maybe the main stuff in the top five. See who they've kind of brought in and out as 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 we go on with that. But aside from the transfer window, Dave, it is a big week weekend for the draft and for WWE as we have two pay per views mm-hmm. tonight. We have NXT in your house, and tomorrow we have Hell in a Cell. So. Talk to us about uh, in your house, Dave. Who 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 have we got in the draft that could benefit from this uh, pay per view tonight? Well, looking at the match card list, uh, I can immediately see uh, a potential benefit for my team here because Cameron Grimes, Mister To the Moon, is defending the NXT North American title against the undrafted Carmelo Hayes. So this, um, oh no, sorry, I beg your pardon. No, Adam has Carmelo Hayes, uh, who's currently sitting on eleven points, while Cameron Grimes is sitting on twenty three. I think this one could go either way. I don't know about you, Jack. Uh, I, th- I think Cameron Games Grimes will keep it. I, I think I think you'll be quids in for this tonight, Dave. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, next, we have the NXT tag title match where Pretty Deadly are defending against the Creeds. And if the Creeds lose, they're kicked out of Diamond Mine. But both teams are currently undrafted, so it won't affect the, the scoring in this case. Then we have Toxic Attraction against who also are undrafted against the undrafted uh, Caden Carter and uh, Katana Chance, FKA Casey Catanzaro, for the women's tag titles. Again, 
doesn't really affect the the standings of the scores, so we can overlook that one. Mandy Rose, uh, who is on Ross's team, currently his second best scorer on 25 points, defending against the undrafted Wendy Chu for the NXT women's title. So some potential points for, for Ross there. Then we have a six-man tag team match where all these guys are currently undrafted. We have Legado del Fantasma against Tony D'Angelo, Channing Stacks Lorenzo, and Troy Two Times Donovan, where the losing team will join the winner, the winning team's stable. Now that sounds like it could be carnage for future NXT shows there, given they've got a massive staple. Uh, and then finally, we have Chris Anthony Lopez's first round pick of Braun Breaker defending the NXT title against the undrafted Joe Gacy for the NXT title. And if Breaker gets disqualified, he will lose the title. So quite a few stipulation, extra stipulations being put in these matches here. But at the minute, it looks like it's me... Chris and Ross that are the ones who could potentially score points and we're all going in with champions defending titles. Yeah, that, that could be a, a very a very fruitful first night for 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 some for some of us in the in the in the draft tonight. And then we go to tomorrow and we have Hell in a Cell, our final scoring before uh, the, the transfer window takes place on Monday. And we do have uh, Stevens captain Cody Rhodes going up against Seth uh, Frickin' Rollins of Ryan's team. God, you imagine that will just be quids and points for Steven. Uh, Ryan took the captaincy off Seth Rollins when the Thunder rolls in anticipation for a loss. So I think Ryan's covered himself well, but I think Steven will gain quite a bit from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, we do have the triple threat match for the Raw Women's title. We have uh, Scott's captain Bianca Belair going up against... Asuka, who's currently undrafted, one to watch out for next week, and Gary's Becky Lynch. I do think a uh, re-retention there for Belair, though. Mm, I hope so, too, yeah. I think, uh, I hope we get a one-on-one match with Bianca and Asuka somewhere down the line, but uh, I suppose it's difficult to see where Becky goes from there if she doesn't win the title. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Gary involved again, Bobby Lashley against Omos and MVP, you'd uh, it depends if they want to continue this along or not, but I do think this should be the end of the feud, and I think Bobby Lashley will get the win. By pinning MVP, I assume. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's the, kind of the, the, the safest bet. We do have uh, Who Wants to Speak with Zeke, Ezekiel, mm-hmm. going up against Kevin Owens of uh, Chris Anthony Lopez's team. This, this could be 50 50. I'm, I'm not too sure about this one. Yeah, I'm a little 50 50 on this one, too, because, I mean, in. Ezekiel slash Elias has uh, sort of had a bit of a, a rebound since returning. And K- but then again, KO has been having a very, still that very good solid heel program where he's, you know, ranting and raving on about, you know, it's Elias, it's Elias and stuff. And I'm actually starting to get a little bit gripped on it. <laughs> uh, I believe next we have another of Gary's picks Austin Theory coming against Mustafa Ali for yeah. United States Championship is, is that Gary's captain as well Austin yes, Theory that's right yeah Austin Theory's Gary's captain I think Gary is one to watch for this this pay-per-view he has a lot of representation and a lot of chances to pick up wins here with Bobby Lashley Austin Theory and then we look into the next match as well me and uh, me and Scott and I believe does anyone have Liv Morgan uh Liv no. Morgan is undrafted. Yeah, undrafted. So me, me and Scott have Finn Balor and Angel Styles going up against Judgment Day of Edge, Damien Priest and Rhea Ripley. 
Rhea Ripley part of Aaron's team, but Edge and Priest part of Gary's team. Mm-hmm. Finally, you know, a match where Edge and Priest, you know, are competing in a match. This could be some very essential points for Gary's tag team, essentially. Yeah, and uh, the final match got announced last night, and also no holds barred match of Ryan's Madcap Moss against Happy Corbin. Madcap Moss got twenty five points this season. That not not one to knock at all from a pick that was that was laughed at, and I think every chance he gets more points on Sunday. Uh, he's proved Ryan's proved us wrong with his pick of Madcap Moss. You know, he's his third best pick overall. Obviously, you know Banks and Naomi are well, they're fucked basically. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Madcap is. Uh, it's certainly proven to be one to watch this season. You know, a bit of a, a bit of a, almost a shadow pick in terms of big scoring. And this few, this program with Corbin is certainly getting them the exposure and hopefully another big win at Hell in a Cell. So yeah, that's 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 who can benefit most. And I think, I think after uh, Sunday, I think it'll be interesting to see where Gary's position is on the table. I think there is a lot of points heading his way come Sunday. Mm, I hope so too. I mean, especially if Theory can get a retention over Ali, but least he can do is, you know, afford a a DQ loss, even though Theory walks out with the title. Well, uh, if, if, if Becky doesn't get pinned, if it's yep, Ripley that gets pinned, and the, I don't think that matters in the tag match, to be fair. No, I think yeah. it only applies to yeah, triple, triple threat. threats and multi-person matches. And then obviously you, you, get, it's, you assume Theory and Bobby Lashley is going to win. You'd assume assume so, but is it how bad is it to think that Mustafa Ali has actually never won a championship in WWE, and yet he's been with them for about five, six years? I think it's madder that he's somehow back in a a, a championship feud after after what happened last year, and he's been away for so long. I don't know. I don't know what what's changed, but I I love that he's back. But it's it's, it's an interesting take, considering he was just he asked for his release on Twitter, never Mm. got it out for ages, then back and straight into a championship program. It's, it's an interesting one. Aye, it's... Uh, I don't know if he'll be a contender for the transfer window or not. I guess we'll just have to see what happens following Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Everyone will wait after Raw on Monday. And uh, see yeah, everybody's just going to keep an eye on what happens there. We, yeah. know how the, we know how the transfer works, don't you? Absolutely. So, transfer window next week. Monday, Tuesday... Thursday, Friday, or is it Monday, yep. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday? Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. You can starting from bottom position, can draft out a person from their team, take a penalty of five points, and then bring in someone that's not been drafted. This will go. This will, you climb up the table from that point, and once that's done, the transfers are done for that day. So that happens Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Then the middle of the week, there's internal transfers between each of the, the, the tables. So let, let's let's say, for example, and this would never happen. I me and Dave switched to Kota Kai and Charlotte Flair. Obviously, both are out. As an example, that could happen on that day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or I could trade Kaylee Ray for Tay Conte, for example, with Ross. Exactly. So, and not we don't expect much activity to happen that day. Obviously, we'd be doing all the shambles that happened last year with points being given to to so many folk. Well, we need we need to clarify what happened. What happened? Shout of shite. Absolutely, absolutely. That didn't stop me from running. Uh, I was, I wasn't happy when Aye. when it when it did happen. But that's yeah. So we'll be me, yourself, and Scott will be here next week. Ryan will be selling himself in Tenerife, so he won't be here Lucky for the bastard. transfer window. But we'll we'll be breaking it all down next week. And yes, yeah, so it's one it's one of my favourite shows. I look forward to it, Dave. It'll be good. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
And I think I think on that note, I think that'll be us ending. We have got uh, places to be, drinks to be had, uh, and mm-hmm. to get very drunk. Yeah, just go out and enjoy the beer garden today if you're in the, the Glasgow area or the air area. Absolutely. 20 so I think that's three times after a skinful. <laughs> no clouds, sun's out. Everybody go out having a good time. We'll catch shades you on, next week. Shades on, taps off. Exactly, exactly. We'll see you next week. Have a good time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Scott McLeod. And I'm Grant McGrobby. We are the hosts of the monthly show on each Superplex Retreat East Meets West. Where we'll bring you all the latest happenings, reviews and big events from New Japan and the land of the Far East. You can remember to check that out on the East Seek Two Place Retreat podcast feed on all good Android podcasting sites like Anchor, Spotify or iTunes now.